Welcome to episode 78 of the Parkrun Adventurers. I'm Mel. I'm joined by my co-host Scotty. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Mel. How are you doing? Fantastic as always. That's good to hear. It's been a bit of a big week. What have you been up to? Well, parkrun-wise, very busy again. We touched on it last week, uh, Medibank launch free and active. But let's let's get to you first because I think I think you're the focus this week because we, we want to find out what happened on Sunday. Ah, the Sunshine Coast Marathon. And, yes. And our little um, campaign to get Adam costumed up. Yep. Now, I know the end result because I've seen photographic evidence. But <laughs> for our listeners who haven't, how did we go? Did we get, uh, did Adam man up? We had some success. Yay. We did, yes. And um, he did indeed wear the costume that I made for him. I, I kind of, after the initial, you know, people tagging him and saying, man up, wear the costume, I kind of didn't mention it again because he, at, at that stage, was still adamant that no, it wasn't going to happen. Um but ironically, possibly not ironically, I also went to the Run Nation Running Film Festival last week. And at the film festival, I bumped into the event organisers for the Sunny Coast Marathon. And um, their names are Jason and Lisa. And Adam was actually, um, he, he works as a videographer and, and he makes films and things like that. And he was hired by them to do some drone footage of the event on Sunday. And because he had been in discussions with Jason about that, I sort of also mentioned to Jason that I was trying to convince him to come dressed up on Sunday and told him that we were registered for the 2K event. And it was at that point that um, Jason said, oh, that sounds great. And Adam, I think, kind of thought, mm, okay. He said, yeah, I may or may not. And then I didn't mention it again until I made this costume on Saturday <laughs> and I just made it and I had it hanging up and he came home from work and I said okay well I'm going to need you to try that on so I can make sure it fits just assuming that it would all be good and he he didn't say anything <laughs> but he tried it on later on in the evening so I think he had resigned at that point. Good. So what you're telling me is Adam got to go to work dressed in fancy dress. Not exactly. He the the two K event, the family fun run, which we did with Wes, is the last event of the day. It starts at eleven o'clock, and um, you know all the marathon runners had been going since six o'clock in the morning. But there were still some of them out there, um, and there were a couple of I think ten K event people still out there because they started at ten o'clock. But he had filmed all day and then was pretty much finished by about 10.30, I think. So he, um, he, he waited until the last possible second, literally. You know, we, we were cheering with our friends at the Park Run tent, uh, which was about 500 metres away from the start line, and he, di- he would not put his costume on. He's like, how about we just carry it? to the start line and I'll put it on there. <laughs> so he was still, I'm not sure if he was embarrassed or he was being a showman and just wanted to um, surprise everybody who, like, by not letting them see it until he was out on the course and they were cheering for him. Well, so. I mean, 
I know Adam and he's all showman. So I think that's what he was doing. <laughs> so can we share a, a photo of this with our listeners so they know what we're talking about? We can, yes. definitely. So look on our Facebook page and this will all make sense. It will. But you, you've seen the pictures. Would you agree Wes was just the cutest ever? Yes. Yeah. We, we got a lot of glee and a lot of, um, a lot of comments about how cute he was while we were out there on the course. And people cheered him really well as well. It was great having the parkrun tent there because they were all very excited to see him. He's a good-looking kid. I hope he hasn't peaked too early because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a long way to go. I'm confident that he hasn't, but uh, he's definitely a good-looking kid, which is no surprise. He can pull off a parents. costume yeah. with the best of them. Yeah. Now, um, the run itself, we've got our old mate Ian Hay coming up on the show today. He was there on Sunday, so maybe let's save a bit of, bit of that for Ian, a bit of talk about the actual run itself when we chat to Ian. Good plan. But so let's head back to uh, what you were up to on Saturday with the Brimbank launch. How did that all go? You don't often attend a launch. No, I don't. Or do I? I'm not sure anymore. But Brimbank was more, a little... More often than not lately. Yeah, Brimbank was a little bit special. We, we launched the free and active initiative from Medibank. And under that, as we spoke about last week, Medibank are going to launch 40 new park runs. And so we made a bit of a fuss about the first one. Because this is a big deal for Medibank and I think it's perfectly justifiable to go a bit over the top and get a bit of media coverage, which we did. We had the TV crews there. Did you, did you see us on TV? Uh, I think we might have discussed that I don't actually watch TV, like not, mm. not normal TV. So no, sorry. I'm, no. I'm not a morning morning show type person. And the thing either. is, you were at Parkrun as well. And I was at Parkrun. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I wasn't at Parkrun. I was I was sick on Saturday. I didn't go to Parkrun. Oh. But please continue. Okay, well, yeah, the Brimbank launch went really well. I mean, Brimbank, it's uh, one of these parks, uh, parks, Vic parks or a state park, really pretty. And, and a lot of Melbournians and Victorians and anyone would, would be surprised that this beautiful park sits where it sits in Melbourne. You wouldn't know it's there. And it's a funny old drive-in. You get off the freeway and you almost have to drive 2K into the park on this road to actually get down to the cafe and meeting point of where the park run is. But once you're there, gorgeous, gorgeous park. We've got river crossings. So... Bridges? Well, there's a bridge. There's like literally a bridge, but these are like river crossings. So when it rains, we're in a bit of trouble. Because you are literally running at water level across these cobblestone pathway that's at water level. And we did have a bit of rain about over the weekend, so we're a bit nervous. Because the alternative course is not as pretty. But they, they, still, they still have a plan B. Yeah, yeah, we've always got a plan B. But the plan A course is, is really a treat to run on. It's got a bit of a hill, old Brimbank Park. It's probably got the toughest hill I've run it. At Park Run. I reckon um, Hamilton Island, that hill that you do there twice is pretty tough. But uh, Brimbank is really sharp and steep. And uh, it hurts And it trumps, it trumps Westerfolds. Oh, smashes Westerfolds. Westerfolds is gentle. 
<laughs> it really is. It's but not it just keeps going on at Westerfold. It's a little bit longer, whereas Brimbank is short and sharp and, yeah, the, the downhill is a bit longer, a bit more gradual, and you get some fantastic views at the top of that hill. And I actually ran it on Thursday midweek last week as a bit of a freedom run. Mm-hmm. And a plane was landing. So the other thing is Brimbank is quite close to the airport. And a plane was landing at the same time as I was getting up to the top of the hill. So it was literally, it felt like it was landing on top of my head. Combine that with the view of the park and it's, it's, a, it's an experience. I, I, I encourage all people to visit Brimbank Park Run if they're, they're coming to Melbourne. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, and the morning was a great success, you know, as I said, sunrise were there, so that was a bit exciting, you know, we don't often have a live breakfast, news, TV show, whatever it is, um, attend a parkrun launch. No, that would have been great exposure for parkrun. Yeah, I I think so. And the other thing is, I actually wasn't going to run, so because it was a big launch, I I was helping out, I was doing my volunteering duties. But it, it dawned pretty quickly after we set everybody off that I didn't I wasn't really needed. <laughs> so I got itchy feet and I had to run. Okay. So I, I got another event up on you, Mel. That's you've got a lead by like two now, don't you? No, I think it's one. I think it's just one. We'd have to check. Well, no, because varsity varsity was one. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I will have to have another look. Yeah. We'll have to get Mark Connolly to update the. Um, the chart, that would be good. <laughs> the graph, <laughs> because I can't keep up. <laughs> I'm going to obviously have to get out on another adventure sometime soon. Mm-hmm. So that was my launch. I want to go back to you went to the Run Nation Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. wow, we're all over the shop we this are. week, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. That was great. It's the first time that they screened on the Sunshine Coast. Um, as when when we had Keith Hong on the podcast earlier earlier in the year, he um, at that stage hadn't necessarily locked in a date for Sunshine Coast or wasn't sure it was going to happen, but it did, and very lucky to have it come up um, to a regional area such as we are. And yeah, no, it was great. There were seven short films as part of the program that went for just a little over two hours, and. Some were inspirational, some were, um, well, they were all effectively doco-style things, except for one, which which was uh, a silent film, I guess you could call it. Uh, it had music, but it, it, it didn't have any dialogue. And, um, yeah, it was really good. I don't want to give away a lot of stuff, because I know you'll be heading to the Melbourne version in October, and it's all the same films. Um, so I don't really want to talk too much about the films that were included. Uh, obviously, we already know Christina Palton's film was included, um, who we had on the show earlier in the year. But yeah, you'll enjoy it. It's really good, and I would highly recommend to anyone who's got the Run Nation Running Film Festival coming to a location near you to definitely buy tickets and support the film festival because it was a great night, and... We need to support these things so they keep coming again. We do. You're right. I am looking forward to October when it comes to town down here. Goodo. Shall we crack on? I think Ian's uh, itching to give us some stats. We haven't had him on for a while. We haven't, and we have some burning questions that we have 
stuff come up from podcasts past to ask him. So let's get on with that. We always say it's been far too long, but it's always true because we always leave it far too long between having our next guest on the show. You know him as Mr. Facts in Haystack. Ian, hey, welcome back to the Parkrun Adventurers. Hey, guys. It's good to be back. It does go way too fast time, doesn't it? It does. It just slips away. Fortunately, we have been writing down, or I have been writing down, so we didn't forget what we said in previous episodes, some things that we have chatted about that we wanted to know the answers to, and you are the perfect person to tell us the answers. Now, I gave you some of those questions a little bit earlier in the week, and you got some answers for me. Is that correct? I do, and I also grabbed a few little bit of extra ones just as motivation from those ones. Yep. Awesome. I love some surprises. So let's start with the first question that we had, which had to do with 5959s. Do you remember what that was? I do remember the 59. So how many 5959s? So how many... Basically, stopwatch failures have we had at the park run or basically just technical glitches that we've had to drop back to 59.59 for the entire event. Um, yes. So, fortunately, I'm happy to report we've only got 0.3% of events ever in Australia that have ever had to um, go to 59.59. So, that's a very tiny percentage. Wow. I'm going I'm to throw, throw just a, a random one in here. How many events have we had in the history of Park Run Australia so far? 28,817, which it felt like way too many, but I did double-check the figures and it said it's right, I think it's high. It feels very high. Well, we've got a lot of events that we put on every week now, so I guess it only takes a month for us to add an extra thousand to that. Exactly, yeah. It seems legit to me. Yep, absolutely. It was, I double-checked. It just didn't feel right at first. So, so out of those 28,000 or 29,000, we've got 85 in total that had 59 59s. Wow. Um, and I had to have a look. I had to see which state was winning or losing, depending on which way you want to look at it. Um, 36 of those were in Queensland, so that was the highest in Queensland. Okay. But that's that's not even like 50% of the amount of events that we have. And I'm sure there's probably a couple of events in there that have done it twice accidentally or whatnot. But still, so I'm, I'm totally going to use that stat uh, next time I'm run directing a parkrun day or, or even when I'm trying to convince people to be timekeepers because that's minuscule. Absolutely. You know? Yep, yep. It's nothing considering the, the number of yeah, the 20, 29,000. That's nothing. Yeah. So not only is it not scary, if you do manage to be involved in one of those circumstances, you get to join a very elite club. Yep, there you go. (laughs) I don't know if it's a goal we want to aim for, but... (laughs) Well, that's how all this started, that Mel and I have never experienced a 59-59. Have you experienced a 59-59, Ian? I don't think, uh, no, we have had one at Stones before, but I can't remember if I was there that day. I, I don't remember what happened on that one, to be if, honest. If you were running or, or have been allocated a 59-59, yeah. I don't think I have, so no. Well, we should have probably also asked of, you know, of those 80 what somewhat times, how many people altogether actually received a 59-59. Yeah, well, there's quite a few. Like, there's 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 one event that's, that's done five. That's actually had five failures. Oh, um, do we want a name? All right, 
We, we'll ask you after we finish recording. <laughs> but, but we've had every range of numbers. Like we've had events from events with seven people in them all the way up to two, 200, 300 um, people. So, um, yes, we've, had, we've covered the whole gamut, basically. Oh, there you go. There's some really unlucky person out there who's probably had it happen to them twice or three times. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably a Queenslander. <laughs> You'd really start to take it personally by then, wouldn't you? <laughs> Those figures, yeah. yeah. Now, there was another question that I'm not sure you're going to be able to answer. We've been on a streak of no cancellations in Australia lately. Yeah, unfortunately I wasn't able to grab those stats just yet. They take a little bit more work to massage, so I'll keep that on my to-do list for next time. Okay. Um, yeah, I can, I'm pretty sure I can get that data, but it does take a little bit more work, so okay. I'll, I'll remember that one. Add that to the list. But, but speaking of streaks, I've been on a PB streak lately, kind of. You've got some stats around PB streaks and who's got the longest and which events have got the most? Yeah, so I've, I've done a bit of a covering all the streaks, all the different types of streaks out there. Um, the streak one's a bit um, controversial because it's um, a lot of people question the streak because it could, I guess it could be manufactured to a degree at different events. So, But, hey, if you do that, then that's, that's a pretty cool thing to manufacture, I guess. Um, so, first of all, I looked at the number, the total number of PBs. So, there's um, the people who've got the most number of PBs across the board, not looking at streaks, just how many they've got. Um, and Alan Burrell's sitting on top. So, he's got 64 PBs across his 283 events. Um, and that's 23% of his um, runs are PBs. So, that's pretty impressive. Do you think he's been strategic about it? Oh, I don't think so, no. Just got lucky. Just got faster. Yep. Just working harder. Yeah, working hard. He has been lately, actually. So He's been doing a lot of hard work with some of the runs and getting a lot quicker. So that doesn't surprise me, to be honest. That's amazing. That is so many PBs. I think I've had three. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm about that. I think I'm following around that. So. <laughs> but the next person under him is uh, 58 PBs, uh, Jordan McCaw, uh, 197 events. And that's 23% as well. So same percentage of PBs. For Jordan McGore as well. So, yeah, two impressive numbers there. So, if you then drop back and look at the PB streaks, so the biggest streak we've had was back in 2015. So, Phil Downing um, did 28 PBs in a row. Wow. Which is a ridiculous number of PBs. He had to be um, strategic about that. Yeah, you've got to wonder. I'm not sure. It's, that's a lot to get. So, um, more recently, we've got Michael Holiday. Uh, has done 17 PBs, uh, and that's from end of January this year through till uh, middle of May. Can we? Sorry, I'm. I'm just. My brain is catching up here. Can we go back to the 28 in a row? Do you know if it was at the beginning of his parkrun career? Because that tends to be when people sort of, or, or close to the start anyway, when they get a lot of PBs. They, you know, they improve exponentially over time. And, yeah, and then you sort of get to a point where it plateaus or it slows down at any rate. Do you know, was that streak at the beginning of his parkrun career? Well, that was beautiful. Just just keep talking like you were because then I can keep grabbing stuff on the fly. Like, <laughs> and I could make it look like I just have that, that sitting here ready to go. Uh, it's actually not. It's actually not. So he um, started back in twenty uh, beginning of 2013. Um, and this particular one was uh, 2015. 
from memory, I think it's been talked about before. I have a feeling I could be wrong that he actually got injured and had to come back slowly from injury. I think it was Phil Downing. Um, so he might have had to come back really slowly and, and build up, and that, that would explain a PB streak as well, coming back from a, a fairly big injury. Well, that depends on how fast he was going before the really big injury. Yeah, yeah. So I know a couple of had injuries and have had really big PB streaks, and we've talked about them in the past, but I can't remember 100% if it was him or not. So you've got some more stats around PBs. Hit us, hit us with them. I do. I've got some – I thought I'd have a look at time streaks rather than PB streaks. Um, I find time streaks really fascinating. So people who – I've actually looked at two different things. So one is basically who week after week have got the exact same time. Now, that one you can't manufacture because even if you click it right on your watch, it's got to match exactly with the, with the uh, parkrun stopwatch, and being able to do that is just really hard. Um, so we've actually got back in 2013, we've got Riley Walt Watson did 40 minutes and 29 seconds five times in a row. Far out. I know. <laughs> no, I, think, I think Riley was connected. He knew how to manipulate <laughs> the uh, results processing. Yeah, I didn't check if, if Riley was an RD or an ED or something at the time. So. But um, more recently, we've got Ethan Nehort. Uh, so more recently, did three in a row at 21.58. And Ross Parry did three in a row at 24.06. Uh, so that was yeah, even the last month for Ross. Wow. That's very consistent running. Yeah, which I think is pretty cool. It's got to be incredibly frustrating if that's your PB. And you keep <laughs> hitting it for three weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're looking thinking it looks great, but in reality, yeah. <laughs> it's just frustrating. But the other one I looked at quickly too was um, just how many people have hit the same exact same time, time and time again, so not as a streak. Um, obviously, the ones who have done more runs, it's more likely. So John O'Grady, who's done 211 runs, um, he's had 11 times doing 25.01. I wonder if he was pacing. 25-minute pace. 5 minutes. I reckon he was. Yep. I didn't look at his normal time. Yep. And Chris Tuck, who's done 230, he's actually done nine times at 19 minutes and 13 seconds and eight times at 18 minutes and 59 seconds. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I'll throw one more in. We've got David Harries. And the reason I threw David in is because he's only done 102 runs, uh, but he's done eight at 20 minutes and 18 seconds. So for someone with less runs, he's, yeah, Consistently run that a few times now. Hmm. I like time streaks. Streaks, there's just something about it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, well, we actually had our course record was held twice by the same runner who ran the same time twice for for several years until it got broken recently. So, yeah. Very impressive. Hmm. Now, Ian, talking about pacing and and hitting the same time every week. On the weekend, you were actually pacing at the Sunshine Coast Marathon Festival. Can you tell us how you got involved with doing that and did you enjoy your time? I did, I did. So my wife actually signed me up for that. She, um, I talked about doing it and um, I, don't know, I never actually did contact anyone. Um, so she just said, okay, I'll email them and email them for me and sign me up to be a four hour 30 pacer at the sunny coast marathon. So that's, that's how I got into it. Um, I love it. I love pacing. Like when we do pacing at uh, Parkrun at Stones Corner, love it. Just the feeling of having people uh, run with you and just being able to motivate them and help them get to the line and, and just get them through those mental barriers. But man, a marathon's pacing at a marathon was just a whole new level. But, um, 
Yeah, loved every second of it. But, um, yeah, you get to the end of the finish line. So I've, I had uh, one person in particular that finished with me. And it was her first marathon and she was just over the moon and just so thankful and happy. And that's the reason I love doing it. It's just that feeling at the end. It's just amazing. Do you have a bunch of people who sort of ran with you most of the way and then in that last kilometre they just go for it? Yeah, so we had uh, quite a few with us pretty much over the whole thing. So probably 30 to 35K, then they start to drop off, So which is where everyone tends to hit the wall. Um, so the numbers did really thin out then. And then we had a few, the last couple of K, that did start to drop off as well. So they start to struggle. Um, and it's where everyone has trouble in a marathon. No, that's not what we want to hear. We want to hear them leaving you all behind and you have to stay on your pace because that's your job. <laughs> oh, I'd like to be able to say that and maybe some of the other paces, but no, not with mine, unfortunately. Um, Ian, did you have it, yeah. any concerns that you were going to blow up? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So what's your, what's your, he, what's your marathon PV? Because obviously it's better so, than 430. Yeah, so mine's 340. Um, but at the same time, I have never, ever run a marathon in its entirety. So I have always had to start walk running at around the 35K mark. So I was very, very nervous about this one. Um, even when I've done four hours 30 in the past, I've had to walk run it. Um, so I was very worried about that. But this one, no, I was able to run the whole thing. Still hurt. No matter how what pace you do, it's still 42Ks and it's still four hours 30. So I was still hurting at the end. Um, but yeah, hung in there. And did you mm. did you have a, a constant pace to go, or did you go out harder, or what was your what was your yes. plan? So yeah, you can do different things, and I had planned on doing a bit of a basically a positive split instead of a negative split. But um, Sunny Coast Marathon, they did ask us to do even pace, so it was six six minutes twenty four the whole way. Um, I'm not quite a robot, so I wasn't able to stick to it exactly, um, but I was pretty con- relatively consistent throughout it. So. But it does mean when you're running, you're constantly looking at a watch. So that's probably the only downside to being a pacer is that I think you spend more time looking at a watch than you do looking anywhere else. So. And was it your first time doing the Sunshine Coast Marathon course? That's my third time. My first time was my first marathon ever. And I actually DNF'd. It was four laps, and on the fourth lap heading out, I gave up. Um, I went back a second time, and I had to prove to myself I could beat it, and I did. Um, and now I came back third time as a pacer. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, marathon. It's a really nice course. Love it. It's so much fun. And it was great that you could catch up with Mel while you were there. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding behind that wig, yes. <laughs> so I discovered about a day later that it actually was Mel, but yes. <laughs> That's all right. It's not, it's not every person who can recognize me in a wig. I, I often get um, told, of course it's Mel. Or, you know, that must be Mel because I can't recognise who it is. Or that they wouldn't recognise me if I wasn't in costume. I also get that a lot, so. Mel, Mel, it's a compliment to your costuming skills that you are unrecognisable to everyone who knows you. I'm a woman in disguise. (laughs) A master of disguise, I should say. Exactly. It's a fun way to spend the event, though. Just get get into it and have more fun and, yeah. Well, good job, Ian. Good job on pacing at the Sunshine Coast Marathon, but more importantly, good job on delivering more facts in a haystack for our parkrun adventures this week. It's always fun, guys. Thank you. We must get you back sooner than we have been.
So we don't have to stay. It's been too long. Yes. <laughs> That's our aim. That's our goal for the next time we get you back on the podcast, <laughs> is to not comment on how long between visits. So we'll speak That's soon. Good. Excellent. Thanks, guys. We've been teasing for a long time. I've been teasing for a long time for August Madness. It was originally going to be March Madness, May Madness, April Madness, but we finally got to it. August Madness. Now, Mel, are you curious to what I'm actually talking about? Uh, I'm, I'm excited, but I have no real concept of how it's going to work, so please explain. Yep. It's a quiz. We're going to pit a parkrun adventurer from the greatest state, Victoria... Against a parkrun adventurer <laughs> from your neck of the woods, Queensland, I think it is. Known as a smart state. Four questions, parkrun related. The winner is the carryover champion and the reigning champion of August Madness to hopefully return, if this segment is a success, for October Madness, November Madness, whenever we get around to doing round two. And joining us from the greater state, is Melissa. Welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers. Melissa, not Mel, Melissa. Thank you, Scott. Hi, Mel. Thanks for joining us on the show, Melissa. Are you excited to be the first of two participants in August Madness? Very excited. Excellent. And joining us from Queensland is Steve. Welcome, Steve. Hi, Scott. Hi, Mel. Good to be here. Okay. Now, I can sense the nerves, Mel. Can you? I can. We forgot to tell these guys that they're allowed to have alcohol before they come on the quiz. Oh, oh seriously? Run. <laughs> we really should put that in our initial contact when we ask people to join us on the podcast. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That's my bad. Not a problem. Okay, so here we go. The rules are you are going to buzz in with your buzzers. The buzzers are going to be Melissa. Your buzzer is going to be your home park run, which is? Beric. Berwick, Berwick Springs. Steve, your home park run is? Cairns. Okay, so that's your buzzer. Buzz in whenever you want. And are we ready? Yes. Well, I, should, I forgot to mention, I forgot to mention, you may have already noticed, we've got the uh, live studio audience <laughs> joining us for August Madness. This is the first for the park run adventurers, so... <laughs> we don't usually record in front of a live studio audience, so we're also a little bit nervous yeah. ourselves. Adding to the pressure. First question. Name three countries in the Northern Hemisphere that have a park run. Kent. Go, Steve. Um, England, Poland, France. That is correct. Well done. Queensland's on the board. Okay. Question number two. Lots of, lots of Queenslanders in the audience too. That's great. <laughs> Don't you love that support you're getting, Steve? Oh, I think it's fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two. Membership of the Pirate Club can only be attained by running seven C's and an R. Name three park runs whose name begins with C. Eric. <laughs> no, no, no. Go, Mel. Melissa. Okay. Castle Main, um, Chelsea Bicentennial, and Cairns. <laughs> oh, using your home park run against you, Steve. 
but she scores all three 100% correct. Oh, well done, correct. Melissa. <laughs> One apiece. One apiece. Couldn't get any closer. Okay, this is a who am I in Great Sailor Century tradition. Buzz in whenever you want. I'm a male Australian park runner. I finished my first park run in a time of 29 minutes and 36 seconds. I have completed 217 park runs worldwide at 130 different locations. Derek. Go, Melissa. Is it Brendan Peel? Correct! Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's very impressive. We didn't even get to the clue that this male park runner has a club named after him. <laughs> Well done. Oh, my God. Taking so the lead. Tense. It's so tense. All right. Pressure's on, Steve. Are we ready? Just, just a... Ready for question number four, Steve? And Melissa, of course. You need <laughs> to get this right to go to stay in it, Steve. All right. What event am I? I launched in Western Australia on the 26th of October 2013. Each week, I average 44.5 park runners and seven volunteers. Oh, okay. Western Australia, again, I've not been over there. I'll go with Geography Bay, is it? Geograph Bay, no, that is not correct. Uh, What does this mean, Scotty? Does this mean we give the rest of the clues and Melissa can buzz in whenever she likes, but Steve can't Um, until she has a crack? Look. I think that's how it works. I'm just going through the rule book of uh, August Madness. And yeah, I can't see it in my rules. I can't, I can't <laughs> find that. So I think very generous bunch here at the Parker of Interest. So, no, I think Steve We'll can, just continue yeah, the clues. Yeah, just jump in whenever, whenever you've oh. got an answer. Oh, okay. This could get messy. <laughs> <laughs> we, also want to, right. we also want to go to the tiebreaker. So. No pressure. Yeah, all right. Let, let's continue with the clues. I'm a two-lap course that circles a body of water. The town I'm named after plays host to the Three Waters Marathon. Local park runners have nicknamed me Funbury Park Run. Yes. And I've run out. Oh, Melissa. Go for it, Melissa. It's just a guess, but is it Bunbury? <laughs> it is Bunbury Park Run. Yay! Well done. Okay, so how many is that a piece? That's three to one, isn't it? It is, it is. So sorry to Great. say it. Steve, thanks for representing Queensland, but you never stood a chance. Oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> no. I'm going to have to get to Western Australia now, so I can at least have a look at a few of the park runs over there. Well, that's why we threw WA in to the mix. We thought it would be a little bit unfair if we chose either a Victorian or a Queensland event for this one. So. But well done. Well, well done, Melissa. Yeah. And, and Steve, thanks, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no, it was fun. And, Thank you, guys. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. <laughs> now, there is no actual physical prize to go with being the uh, <laughs> first champion of August Madness, but I hope you're going to come back as returning champion, Melissa. I'm going to study up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon you've got it <laughs> a couple of months before we have you back on, but... Um, Indeed, there's not going to be any prizes for any of the champions. <laughs> but, yes, we're keen to have you back. And thank you so much, Steve. There's no, there's no prizes for second finisher either. That's... Except you have the glory of being personally invited 
to be part of August Madness, everybody else is going to have to nominate themselves. So it will be interesting to see who puts their name forward to participate in future. Yeah, Matt, really enjoyed it. Thank you. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Hi, Scott and Mel. This is Greta and I'm here at the beautiful Aldinga Beach Parkrun launch. We've had a fantastic morning this morning. It's been raining all week here in South Australia and it's uh, now a beautiful sunny day. Everyone's just finished running or walking and I'm going to go and see if I can find someone to talk to. Okay, I'm here with Minchi and Minchi has just completed the Aldinga Beach Parkrun launch. Hi, Minchi. Hello, how are you? Good. Now, is this your first park run? No, it's my 200th park run today. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Where do you normally park run? So, I park run at Torrens. That's actually my third home park run. I started park run in 2012 in South Manchester in the UK. And when I moved back to Australia, I was very pleased to find that park run had moved here. So, I then uh, started running at uh, St Peter's in Sydney because that was the only Sydney park run then. And with my sister and the good Jonathan Arthur, who um, was actually at the same school that I went to, we started Parramatta Park Run in 2013. Um, so that was my second home park run as such. And then I moved back to Adelaide in 2013, later that year. Um, so Torrens is now my home, but we've been around and about a little bit. Awesome, what a fantastic story. And what did you think of Aldinga Park Run, Aldinga Beach Park Run today? Aldinga Beach Park Run is a, a beautiful one. The scenery is fantastic. The rain's managed to hold off for us and it's now lovely and sunny and warm. So, I mean, you could always be, you could almost be like blown away by the wind on a windy day, but it's just really lovely today and um, it's a nice course. A bit tough in some sections, but, uh, but certainly manageable. And will you be back to Aldinga Beach? Hope so. Um, it's not going to be a regular journey because it's a little bit far from home for us, but uh, hopefully we'll be back yeah, on, on the odd occasion. Great. Well, thanks for coming and thanks for talking to me. Great. Thanks very much. It was a great way to celebrate my 200th park run. Uh, hello. And now I'm here with... Yika Adama. Uh, at the Aldinga Beach Park Run. And Yika, was this your first park run? This is the first official park run, yeah. We did the trials uh, last two weeks, but that was on a different way, so, yep. Well, welcome to Park Run. What did you think? I think it's, it's great. So many people, and the weather is lovely today, <laughs> and the view is fantastic. And I got my kids to run, so it's all good. <laughs> and do you think you'll uh, now be coming to Aldinga Beach Park Run every week? Uh, I'll try. Yeah, I think I will. I'm not sure if I can get the kids to come along every week, but uh, yeah, no, um, definitely a good idea. And do you live close by? Uh, yeah, we live close by here on Dinga Beach. Yep. Well, fantastic. Well, thanks for coming to Parkrun. Hope to see you again. Yeah, thank you for organising all these things. <laughs> okay, so I'm now here with... Pia and Kylie and we're at the Aldinga Beach uh, Parkrun launch um, and uh, guys, what did you think of the run today? Oh, it's an excellent course. Really liked it. It's beautiful scenery and it's just a, it's a bit of undulations in there, but it makes it a really interesting course. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was really nice and even the dog loved it, so it was a good fun. <laughs> oh, lovely. Now, you guys were walking the course today and why is that? Uh, we've got a half marathon on tomorrow, so we just wanted to take it fairly easy for today, so we all rested up ready for that. So, you know, back in the uh, um, uh, peaking, yeah, it makes it better to give it a walk for the last day. 
Uh, fantastic. And now, is that the only half marathon that you're doing this year, or is that part of a goal that you're working towards? Um, we've actually got five half marathons this year. We've already done the three, so this is the fourth one of the five. Uh, plus, we've also got Sydney Marathon in a month's time. Fantastic. And I think you've been interviewed about that before on the podcast. So how are you going in terms of getting to your, reaching your goal? Uh, we're actually going really good. We did a 32k uh, last week and right on pace. And then after we got home, we grabbed the dog and took the dog for a walk. So it couldn't have been too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And which is the half marathon that you're doing tomorrow? Uh, the Adelaide Half. Yeah, it's, um, we've done it before. Uh, it's an excellent course. And yeah, really looking forward to it. Fantastic. And um, do you think you'll be back to Aldinga Beach Park Run? Uh, definitely. Uh, one thing I want to do is come and run it because I, I really like running the courses. And today, because we're resting for tomorrow, we just took the dog for a walk. So, yeah, I really want to run the course because it's a really nice course. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming and supporting Park Run. Hope to see you at a Park Run in the future. Uh, we will do. Yeah, we'll always come to Park Run. It's an excellent time. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> So we're now at the uh, Breeze uh, Cafe after the Aldinga Beach Park Run launch and I'm here with Frank. Hi Frank. Hi Greta, how are you? <laughs> Beautiful day for a park run. Uh, it's lovely and uh, you've been a bit instrumental in getting this one up and running. Well, you know, it takes a team and I've had Miriam to back me up and yourself of course. And, uh, but yeah, just all the group that have been involved, it's really been awesome to be a part of it and uh, to get another one up and running. And um, I'm sure it's going to be an outrageous success. And you've got a very supportive council in the city of Onkaparinga. Tell me a little bit about uh, the work that you've been doing with them. Well, when we first went along to get Christie's Beach up and running, they, um, they had no idea what Park Run was and they couldn't understand why we didn't charge people for it. Um, so it took a while to sell them on the idea because they couldn't see how it would work. But once we persuaded them and they uh, invested in that one, uh, they've been so happy with how it's gone and just really, really pleased with how it's got people outdoors, being fit, being healthy, being positive. And, um, and they've backed us for Aldinga and, and they're also backing us for another East and, and that's because they love what we've done and uh, it's, it's really wonderful to be a part of something positive uh, because uh, you know that's, that's how you make a difference in the world, being part of something good, just making it happen. Well I take my hat off to both you and Miriam um, for getting this one at, uh, at Aldinga. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, it's, um, we've got a very good core team down here with Denise and Sam and, and you know, you've got Rebecca and Ben and who else we got? Shona and Jordana. Um, you know, they're the, they're the lifeblood of Aldinga Park Run because they're the people that roll up every Saturday and make it happen. So, yeah, like hats off to them um, and all those that will follow in their footsteps because uh, really, you know, if you want a community event, community's got to get involved and um, it's not hard but you just got to put your hand up and do it so yeah well congratulations and thank you for bringing park run to Aldinga beach you're welcome that's lovely to be a part of it it's a privilege and a joy so yeah, yeah. thank you thank you
Okay, so I'm now here at the cafe and I'm here with Denise, who's the event director for Aldinga Beach. Hi, Denise. Hey, Greta. <laughs> Good to be here. Yeah, so yes, you've exciting. the results now. We have, yes, for the very first time. So, yeah, all good. And um, 122 oh, runners, walkers. Yeah, fantastic. Wow. And how did you go with the results? Yes, it um, took a little bit longer, being the first time. Yep. But, yeah, we got there in the end and yep. we've checked and they've all gone through. So, fantastic. yeah, it's a good feeling, isn't it? It is, yes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And you had a fantastic day today, beautiful weather. Oh, I couldn't have got a better day. There was, like I said, the, the park run gods were definitely smiling at us today. No wind um, and the sun came out, started really cold, about five degrees when we started, but I'm sure it was warmed up and everyone was warm at the end of it. Yes, so it was great. And have you had some really good feedback? Have, uh, yes. And we had, uh, everyone loves the course, it's so scenic. And we had lots of visitors from interstate and um, further within from South Australia. Yeah, so really good. No, nothing negative, all positive. Fantastic. And so now you're off and running. We are, yes. So here's like... 12 months time we'll be going where's the year gone so yes it's fantastic and I think it's really good for the community I'm sure and Aldinga Beach will really embrace the park run and yeah can only get better and stronger and bigger from here on well congratulations and all the best for the future thanks Greta <laughs> thank you I'm with Miriam and Miriam I gather you're the event director for Christie's Beach is it? Together with my partner Frank Finn, yes, we're the event directors for Christie's Beach and very keen on having more park runs here in the south. Okay, so we're at uh, Aldinga Beach. Why are we here? Well, um, Frank and I identified the need to have a park run a little bit further south than Christie's. We have a very large um, a percentage of park runners that have registered for Christie's Beach park run around this area in Willunga, Port Willunga, McLaren Vale, etc. And um, yeah, well over a hundred really on registrations if you look at your postcodes and uh, it's just a growing area it's a fantastic area to live there's lots of young families and immediately when I um, proposed the idea with a colleague of mine she says I'll run that one for you so uh, that was it and, uh, and that was Denise Brent and her son Sam so um, all going well they're local and uh, that should be fantastic. And how much effort was there in uh, getting the event started here? Just your standard sponsorship requirement. So we uh, approached the city of Onkapringa and uh, they came forward with uh, through Tier 3 funding for the uh, full funding of the event. And uh, that was about it. And uh, Parkrun headquarters, they were, um, yeah, very excited about the prospect and John, Laurie and Greta very supportive. So um, that was it. Okay, and you're planning a few future runs in this general area? Yes, we're working on another one in Ranella East because mm -hmm. the city of Onkaparinga would like to have something um, in their northeast corner and we have found a spot for that and just going through the final stages basically to get that one. We have pledged funding for that and uh, hopefully we'll have that up and running in December. It's beautiful. So we're covering the southern, southern uh, suburbs from Adelaide. Yes, very well. And uh, look, we've got Victor Harbour down the further south, and that's a beautiful park run, but just a little bit too far for, um, you know, the normal area here. And, yeah, we've, it's still an hour's drive from us in Hallett Cove. 
So our area, uh, being the city of Onkaparinga, that we're interested in and where we are getting a lot of support, and also through Halo, which ties in with their healthy, active lifestyle, Onkaparinga. Um, yeah, it's working really well. We should say that the uh, the course here, like Christie's Beach, is beautiful. It goes along the beach, except on the top of the cliff. Uh, where? Which one? <laughs> this one. Uh, this yep, one is a straight. Beach. This one is a straightforward course. Beautiful. Two two point five k's north. Turn around and come straight back again. It's it's the simplest course. Uh, very beautiful, wide paths. Lovely scenery. Fantastic views. Um, on a day like today, well, we've been blessed. But, um, and you can run it barefoot. And you can run it barefoot, I've noticed. And also, uh, but Christie's Beach is the similar style course along the Esplanade. Has a few little wiggles where you go over Christie's Creek and uh, come up uh, further north. But it basically it is also all, all beachside, so it's a lovely area. Thank you. I think you've got a winner here. Another round of roving reports. How many weeks in a row does that make it? No. I think that makes it lots. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so many we've lost count. I'm loving it. Yeah. Really, really loving it because it's it's a little part of the podcast that I can listen to every week that I haven't heard before. <laughs> you know, I'm learning something new all the time, which is great. Yeah, I, I just love that we're out hearing from other people and other events and different voices and we're actually hearing from park runners and... Love it. Yes, love it, love it, absolutely. Love it. Especially when we can't venture out to other places necessarily. It's these guys are reaching places we couldn't get to. So Yeah. And someone actually someone said to me at Brimbank last Saturday, said, Are you gonna do any reports? And I kinda of said, Well no, we've got people doing that for us. And that's that's kind of what we always wanted all along because you hear enough of us, you and me. Yeah. Exactly. And to be honest, I think they probably do a better job than we do. <laughs> well, I don't want to say that, but you're right. Um, <laughs> God help us if anybody else wants to do a parkrun podcast. They'll put us to shame. I'm sure it won't come to that. No. no there, yeah. is, there is actually a lot of work involved. So I, I think other people would probably cotton on to that if they even considered it. So Aldinga Beach, some great work from uh, Mossy. We're calling him Mossy. There was a Mossy with Robbo. I don't think we can take... We need a new name for Dave Moss. Oh, okay. Well, let's... let's. We'll, we'll have to think of something appropriate. He's a barefoot runner. Right. Um, which I guess, you know... And he's a Dave as well. <laughs> he's a Dave who's a barefoot runner and his last name's Moss. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. eerie connections here, isn't there? There are. He is part of the Dave's Running Club also. Mm. Okay. Workshop that. We need a name for David Moss. And Greta joining us for the first time with a stellar debut. Awesome work from everybody. And South Australia, they're going crazy, as we've mentioned before. Another launch this weekend, Port Lincoln. Now, Port Lincoln's a, a big town in SA. That'll be Is exciting. It? I think so. Isn't that the one where you go up around the bit and then it's on the other side of Adelaide? <laughs> but you've got to... You've got to drive a fair bit to get there. And, but it's Up got a big population. And then you're on the other side. Yeah. That sounds geographically plausible. Everybody knows how to get there now, so I expect a big attendance for their launch on Saturday. <laughs> and Newport Lakes are launching this week. In Victoria. Another one. Yep. Where, whereabouts is Newport Lakes? Well, Newport Lakes is, you could almost call it inner city. 
it's it's quite close to the city, I'd say. Eight kilometres from the CBD, maybe. Ah, so that's one to rival Albert, Melbourne and oh. Studley? For not, the, no, the... no, not quite, not quite. It, no, no? It's in the west. You know the Westgate Bridge? No, not no, really. No, but no. when I when I say one to rival the others, it's another it's another city centre type one that you know people might choose to go there instead, depending well, on where they're staying in the city. Maybe I have no idea because I've never been. But I'm, I'll be able to tell you all this information next week. Let's let's carry on with uh, cake. Yes, because there's going to be so much cake this week. I think the attendances will be right back up there. Yes. So, shall, shall we start? Yep. Ballyang Sanctuary in Victoria. Yep. Cairns, Cairns. Queensland. Let's, let's try and sync this up, Mel. You do one, I'll okay. do one. Okay. So, it's my turn. Chermside, Queensland. Harvey Bay in Queensland. Lake Joondalup in WA. Maribyrnong in Victoria. Mount Clarence in WA. Singleton, New South Wales. And Wilson Botanic in Victoria. That's Massive. nine anniversaries for people to choose from. That's all the states covered. Yes. Not the territories, just the states. Territories dragging their feet this week. So, yeah, next next year, 11 with Newport and Port Lincoln joining that crew. It's crazy. But that's about, it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it for another week. Uh, August Madness. Massive. Big success. I'm calling it. You're calling it? <laughs> Highlight of the year so far. And and a great preview for what's going to happen in November. Yes. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the uh, audience is just uh, making their way out now. Um, it was great they could come along. And, uh, yeah, look forward to... Or well, are we saying November Madness or... Well, isn't that what we decided, November Madness? Well, Do you no, that was... wait that long? Well, that was just because we actually said that was when we'd get around to doing it again. But there's no reason why it can't be October Madness. October Madness to follow straight on from Streaky September. No, you're right. O- November Madness has is, is got a better ring to it. <laughs> well, let's maybe, maybe we need to change the madness word to something else. So November something. Well, because we've also got our Pearlistration coming up again. Oh, is it illustration time already? It is. So there's lots happening, so let's not overdo it. Okay. So stay tuned for that in the next few weeks. Well, thanks for joining me again, Scotty. Thanks, Mel. You'd, you'd be off to one of those anniversaries, I'm guessing. I am off to uh, anniversary at Harvey Bay this weekend. It's a yellow theme, so I've got to make myself and Wes a yellow costume. Does anybody look good in yellow? Everybody looks good in yellow. Really? It's the colour of sunshine and happiness. <laughs> I agree there, but it's also terrible with your skin tone. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to the photos then, to seeing you and Wes looking for this. <laughs> <laughs>